friends, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Zeb. Uh, let me go ahead and apologize in advance because this is going to be a walking and driving podcast. So there may be some noise, um, but in order to get some material out to you guys this week in my busy schedule, uh, I'm just going to make it happen um, because success happens at the speed of implementation and excuses don't serve you. Um, and uh, yeah, to, just to give you guys kind of an update, like life has been super crazy um, because my wife has this major brown recluse bite on her leg. Some of you guys have seen the, the pictures. Man, it's 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 quite a humbling experience to realize how much you count on your on your spouse to take care of things when you go from. Um, well, so we've always made the the sacrifice to make sure that Lauren could be the the homemaker, stay-at-home mom, domestic engineer and uh, make sure the kids are raised right, the house is kept in order, and that life runs smoothly. And uh, so then I shoulder the the load of going out and making the money that keeps the whole thing going, and the whole idea is that our family should have a higher level of happiness than if we did it a different way, which is the only real uh, reason that anyone makes any decision they do is they think that it'll give them more happiness than the alternative. Um, So when we went from a two-parent household with three kids and everything was well organized to now effectively a single-parent household with an injured parent um, realized that my schedule became much more full um, but all that stuff aside I want to talk to you guys about um, the idea of Shabbat now a lot of people have asked me about like what is this Shabbat that you do what does that mean is that anything like the Sabbath and uh, so today I want to break down basically like what is Shabbat why choose Shabbat, and how do you Shabbat? Um, because I really think it'll bless you guys. It's been a huge blessing in my life. And, uh, and Shabbat, uh, it's the same thing as Sabbath, um, but due to some uh, linguistic inconsistencies between ancient Israel and the time of King James English, uh, consonants and vowels didn't always get translated to the highest level. So that's where the word Sabbath was invented, was English people trying to speak Hebrew. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like when I try to speak Spanish. It's, it's just uh, not anything to marvel at. It's kind of something to pity at times. Um, but anyway, that being said, this idea of Shabbat, sometimes referred to as Shabbos by uh, uh, Jewish people of European descent. Um, it's the idea of this day of rest because God himself, he created the world in seven days. But on the, he actually did it in six days, and on the seventh day he rested from the work of creating that he had done. Um, and he blessed that day and uh, set it apart. And since that point, has commanded his people to observe that day of rest in remembrance of his rest, and that he is the one who brings, I mean, all good things into your life. Like it's been said that God can do more with six days than you can with seven. And so it's an idea of like tithing out of your time, taking one day off, and trusting that if you give that to God, then God's going to make up the difference and more. And, uh, and that's something that I've seen in my life for sure. Like when, when I take a seven-day work week and I cut it down to six, it's like I actually get stuff done in five that I couldn't have possibly gotten done in seven. So it's kind of cool from like a business hacking standpoint, but on a spiritual level, it really is like an act of tithing and an act of trust. Um, but it's also a gift. That's, that's another thing. you got to realize that when the commandments in the Old Testament were written, they were first written down for a nation that had been enslaved 
in Egypt for 400 years. To give you some perspective, the U.S. is like 250 years old, like from when we started to where we are now, and we don't practice slavery anymore. But the the Hebrews in in Egypt were enslaved for 400 years, so you can imagine that they had uh, that they basically needed a total reset on how to human, like human 101, you know. And part of that means taking time off to rest and trust, and you know, for slaves like. They had to get up before the sun and stayed up till after it went down, so they made sure that the masters were happy. Um, but to have a whole day when your master, who is your God, he says, you get the day off, full 24 hours, like, that is a beautiful gift. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I really encourage you guys to take a look at it. Like, for, for me and my household, we, uh, like, one example of, of the blessing of Shabbat is... Um, like on top of getting to just rest, relax, it's like a family date night. We start out, the, how it kind of flows is like, so Friday at sunset, because um, in the Hebrew mindset, all days start at night, um, which is a really cool uh, productivity principle. Like great days start the night before, like uh, good morning begins with a good bedtime routine, um, those kinds of things. But the, the Hebrew idea is that in the beginning there was darkness and then God spoke forth light. And so everything starts in a state of chaos. And because of the will of someone who is in harmony with the Creator, things can move from darkness to light. And so, yeah, so Shabbat starts Friday night. And Friday night, what we do is we get all dressed up, we make a really nice dinner, we make a specific loaf of bread, we have a couple candles, we do specific blessings for all the food and blessings for my wife and for me and for my children, and the children bless us parents and uh, I talk about the best part of our week and we remember our heritage and um, how good God is to us and uh, that by itself you can imagine is really powerful like looking a loved one in the eyes and and speaking forth truth and goodness and life like and you do that every week oh it's just money in the bank and uh, like spiritually and everything else too relationally good things um and it's something special, like it's a holiday that's been given to us to have every single week of the year and to welcome in the Shabbat. Um, but on a deeper level, it's like our, for, for most of you guys to realize that uh, um, I've got three kids and my youngest who is turning seven uh, in December. Wow, that's coming up fast. <laughs> um, we, so we're adoptive parents and we've been praying for our family to be completed since about 2012 and in 2013 we had Esther my oldest and uh, then we uh, in 2017 brought Zipporah uh, my middle kiddo home from Bulgaria and then in May of this year we brought Ezra home but in that time between 2017 and when uh, we brought Ezra home uh, we had been working hard to complete that adoption like like we we first moved to Georgia and just like door after door got shut in our face like we moved into a three-bedroom house and it was great like or, well first we were in, in Colorado and we had a two-bedroom house which wasn't enough bedrooms to do foster care and so then when we moved to Georgia in 2018 so I could become a, a DC uh, we got a three-bedroom house and we set the third bedroom up all decked out ready as a little boys room and we contacted foster care and they're like this is great all you got to do is show us your vaccine records and uh, 
for all you guys, like it's no mystery. Like we don't vaccinate. Um, it's outside of our values and uh, outside of our of our understanding of what makes a person healthy and how the body works. And the more I learn, the more I realize how criminal vaccines are. But that's a conversation for another day. Um, and really, what you do with your body is your call at the end of the day. Because, I mean, it's your body. That's the idea of American sovereignty. Like, you do you and don't mess with me. Um, so I'm not messing with you. You do you. Um, but in our household, we don't do that. So we got the door of foster care shut in our face. Uh, and, uh, and we pursued some, some other things, working with different agencies, different social workers, trying to make this thing happen. And work as hard as we might, we just, there was no progress, no hope, no potential adoption, nothing. Like, it was like we were just dead in the water. And uh, then we got, uh, we had some passages of, of scripture highlighted to us that highlighted how God is serious in everything he says throughout the entirety of the Bible. And he expects you to, like, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Like, that's a direct quote from Jesus, God in the flesh. And so we became convicted that we need to start doing what God said. And so part of that meant we started keeping the Sabbath holy and set apart. And I kid you not, it was like two weeks later, we got matched with Ezra. And um, even talking about it, it gives me chills right now. Just how, like, when you stop walking against God, like, then you open the door for those blessings. Because the thing is, like, God wants to bless you. Like, that's why he's made so much healthy, good food on this planet. But if you sit around just eating Easy Mac all the time and you've got diabetes, you're like, God, please heal my body. Please heal my body. Please heal my body. He says, I want to get out of the way. And so when you stop committing those little sins that, like, may not send you to hell, like, like if you don't keep the Sabbath, like, I'm not saying you're going to go to hell. I'm just saying, like, you're missing out. On, on the goodness that God has for you. Just like a diabetic who refuses to give up their Coke and their um, you know, mac and cheese and their other like diabetic foods. Like, I, and not all diabetics, like I get it. There's type one, that's a congenital thing and all that. What I'm saying is like type two diabetes, it's lifestyle induced diabetes. Like you, you should be making better choices, bro. And uh, you can do that. It's not too difficult for you. It's within your reach. Um, all you have to do is stop doing the things that are destroying your body. Um, so anyway, that's my two cents on diabetes out of nowhere. Um, but anyway, that's, that's the why. Why you should you do Shabbat? Because, because God wants to bless you. He's, he's created so many good things. Like something as simple as like don't eat pork. Like that's in the Old Testament. It's like, no, the animals you shall eat shall have the cloven hoof and shall chew the cud. You shall not eat the hyrax or the rabbit, which um, chew the cud but do not have the cloven hoof. And you shall not eat the camel or the pig, which have the cloven hoof but lack chewing the cut and so that means you can eat cows and you can eat goats sheep, deer um, anything in the deer family um, but no horses no roaches no pigs um, no shellfish and it's like okay uh, are you gonna go to hell if you eat bacon no but are you gonna increase your exposure to really bad toxins are you gonna increase the toxic load on the regions where the pig farming is done are you going to increase your chances of getting exposed to parasites? Uh, yes, if you eat those, those bad animals, there are health consequences. And so when God commands us to keep our diets clean, like it's a gift, not a curse. It's a, it's a blessing, not a burden. And, uh, and it says all over scripture, like his commandments are not burdensome. Like it's good to know where you stand with God and to follow his ways. Like 
there are no commandments that like really cause any lasting harm. So anyway, there's that. And so how do you Shabbat? Um, that is a little more complex. But what you could do is just go on YouTube and look up how do you Shabbat. Like there's lots of how-tos on there. I'll, tell, I'll give you a quick rundown on, this is going to be a short episode, so I'll just give you a quick rundown on how we do it. Um, basically what we do is during the day we make a loaf of braided bread. It's called challah bread. Um, you can look it up online, C-H-A-L-L-A-H. It's a really delicious bread. It's, it's um, just, uh, it's like cake. It's so good. And just at the end of a long week, so refreshing. And we get a bottle of wine and we make like a, like a, like a vegan chili thing just cause like it's easier and it's clean and it's cheap. Like that's just how we eat. Um, we're not vegan on purpose. We're vegan because organic animal products are freaking expensive. Um, we're not really vegan. Like we eat butter and cheese and stuff, but, um, that's a tangent. So anyway, we have soup and bread and wine and we dress nicely. We set the table out. We put our menorah out on the table. We bring our Bible out. We bring out, we've got these Shabbat candles. Shabbat is always traditionally done with like two candles. Um, and there's symbolism in that. Lots of cool stuff you can look up. But we start off the evening and uh, we, my wife lights the candles and, and we hide our eyes, which is like we're, we're, like we're sleeping and we're going to wake up to Shabbat. Like we're going to start the Shabbat and see the candles for the first time after we give the blessing of the light. And so... Um, my wife says uh, a blessing to the extent of blessed are you Lord our God who brings forth light and who has given us his son Yeshua that is Jesus the light of the world and uh, then we open our eyes and we see the light and it, it's a symbol it's a, it's a type it's a, a physical reminder of like how God works like he illuminates the room um, which is really beautiful I think and then after that we uh, give the blessing of the wine, which is, you know, blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth uh, grapes from the earth and brings forth the fruit of the vine. Thank you for the wine and for the blood of Yeshua, our Savior. And for those of you guys that have been in church a long time, like you understand that symbolism, like that's the same as the, the communion symbolism right there. That's where communion symbolism comes from. Um, and so we bless the wine and we drink the wine or we have a sip of the wine. Um, and then before I bless the bread, I tell the kids real quickly the story of creation, which is right in Genesis 1-1. Like, uh, really, it's the end of the story of creation. You know, in seven days, the Lord God created the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day, he rested and blessed it. And so the Shabbat is given to us as a heritage to remind us as the first of our holy days uh, from having left the nation of Egypt. And again, more symbolism in there that like, hey, Shabbat is a holiday given to a people set free from oppression who had once been enslaved in a lifestyle that did not serve them, but made them slaves to, to destructive desires. And now they've been set free, and now they can rest in God's holy Shabbat. Um, then I bless my wife, and there's a specific blessing. It's basically from Psalm 31. Uh, you guys know it's the, uh, you know, it's a pro or Proverbs 31. It's a Proverbs 31 woman, right? And in Hebrew, it's called the Eshet Chayil, which means basically the woman of valor. And so anyway, I basically praise my wife with this poem that's written out that highlights her greatest attributes. And then she blesses me with a psalm. I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. Um, but it starts out with, Hallelujah, how blessed is the man uh, who loves Adonai, uh, or who loves the Lord. 
Um, and these are all things you can find online. But anyway, she blesses me and then we bless the children, you know. May the Lord bless you as Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and as Peter and James and John, men who walk with the Lord all the days of their life. May the Lord bless you and protect you, make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Uh, and may he lift up his shining countenance upon you and give you his peace. And that I give to each one of my children. I look them in the eye and I, I pronounce that blessing over them. And, uh, and then they bless us, you know, the compassionate one. May he bless my father, my teacher. May he bless my mother, my teacher. And, uh, and then we eat. And it's beautiful. And so for you guys where you're at right now, like, are you going to run out and get all this stuff? I don't know. I hope so. That'd be cool. Like, go watch some videos on how to do Shabbat, how to do a Sabbath, how to do, um, like, a Hebrew Saturday dinner. Um, in the meantime, though, what you can do is the most basic thing that we do. Turn off all your electronics from sunset on Friday until sunset on Saturday. And commit to spending Saturday communing with the Lord, communing with His creation, going out and walking in nature, spending time with the ones you love, um, reading His Word. Uh, there's a thing called the Parsha, P-A-R-S-H-A. And uh, that is the weekly scripture reading that Jews have been following since before the time of Christ. And uh, so you can get right on that and see like, okay, what's this week's reading? Oh, it's the same exact reading that it was a few centuries ago, 2,000 years ago, you know, 3,000 years ago um, from the time of the Babylonian exile. So there's some really cool stuff, really some richness and beauty in our, our history. But I would encourage you at least today, um, when the sun goes down, lift up your cup and say, Blessed are you, Lord our God, who makes all things good. Amen. And eat your dinner. Turn off your phone and be unplugged and just spend the day with him. Um, and of course, if you guys have questions for me, go ahead and hit me up on GroupMe. Um, I'm not real big on social media, um, but if you find me on Facebook, it's under Rhino Zeb. Um, and if you send me a message request, I'll probably see it uh, on Thursday when I log in to watch my Pure Principle call with Max Living because <laughs> um, I don't do Facebook that much. But um, yeah, you guys have questions, want more support, hit me up. Let me know. I can do another podcast on this or... Um, we can just have coffee in person. Um, but in any case, uh, be blessed, you guys, and go remember you are great doctors, and great doctors don't happen by accident. They happen by repetitive investments in time over time. So start investing in yourself now and do what's right.